Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's a place where all of your dreams come true. Hello and thank you so much for listening to episode 3 of Vicky's World. This episode was recorded remotely on Thursday 4th of June 2020 and broadcast live on our Twitch channel Vicky's World RPG. Follow us there to watch the show live every Thursday at 7pm and to catch all the extra non-story bits such as us hashing out the detailed rules of Puel. Oh wait, you have no idea what Puel is yet. Um, guys, this episode we invent Puel and it's a big deal. Listen out during the middle of this week's show for some bonus audio from our live show and please just sit back and enjoy as we dive into... Vicky's World. So grab your Generations ago, the world ended. Forests were torn up, mountains were toppled, and the whole lakes were swept away by the power of a furious storm. The only hint of life remaining was the verdant enclave known as the City of Summers. The goddess of Summers encased her faithful in a vast dome of celestial vines and transformed herself into a bright, shining orb of sunlight she shaped and hung above the city, which brightens and dims with long, hot days and short nights. Fifty years ago, the storm began to weaken, and those seeking fame, fortune, or an escape from the city itself found other settlements beyond the death throes of the apocalypse. And perhaps someday we will see them too. Last week in Vicky's World, Ventito Mangan played by Dan Simpson, found Professor William Paget still alive but barely breathing, wounded in his office and unable to communicate. Could be bloody anybody around here, Kataya. They're all bloody magic users in this place. Lots some magic users around. It's literally a magic place. Sally Spearfish, played by Sasha Ellen, covered herself in fruit and made a new friend in Lady Juliana Frithera. Ah, hello, Lady Juliana. Oh, hello. hello. Apparently that's how I approach nobles now. <laughs> I just with undue confidence and vitamin C. Katar Khan, 
played by Talal Kalkuti, found his eyes drawn to a hole in the vines protecting the city, through which a strange alien body had fallen. I, I saw the same sky I used to see when I grew up. Look, it's moving right now. And Sir Archibald Morgan, played by John Gracie, found himself horrified at the presence of a sleepy man. I'm just saying, like, get their thyroids checked out, because that looks like a serious issue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we rejoin our heroes gathered around the peculiar fallen body as the Sunstokers in their bright robes bustle about peacefully, calling over a heavy crate made of cherry wood and iron, like a peculiar sort of coffin, and moving the unfamiliar body into it. With the ceiling destroyed and the candles in the teleportation hall guttering thanks to the cool evening breeze, the whole affair is dyed a silvery blue with the nocturnal glow of the goddess's orb above you all. Sungazer Lucia Solis, a half-orcish cleric with a cloudy stare and a tattoo of a wheat sheep curling up her neck to under her ear, is explaining the protocol that both this body and the Lord Professor are under the jurisdiction of the viridescent spire now. The very best of our medics are already examining the Lord Professor and his exceptional injury, and they will be interested in your testimonies. So please do not leave our jurisdiction. We would appreciate your attendance at the Viridescent Spire in the morning at your earliest convenience. Welcome back to Vicky's World, as the Sunstokers clear away the only thing ever to have broken through the vines of the Goddess of Summers. What would you like to do? Is my betrothed still with us? Uh, no, she has gone home, but your mother is there as she marched in with the Sunstokers. Uh, but mm. you can see her eyes immediately go to you, um, and she she kind of, you two drift together, <laughs> regardless of uh, who else is between you. Lady Elizabeth Adonna Tremelia, horticulture Janice Morgan walks over. Exactly. While, while, she's, while she's on her way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, Archie, man, I I'm really sorry about earlier. I, I was trying to make you look good. And uh, God, it was such a tricky situation, man. Um, but uh, I got your back, okay? Can I just out of character? What, what are you referring to? Is this oh, when, when, <laughs> when you were like running to mummy and daddy instead of looking after your fiance after the uh, oh, incident last fault. week. Uh, no, but then I tried to make her make you look good by saying you like saved me and all this. And oh, then, got it, got it, and, got it. Yeah, and yeah. Everyone no, okay. was, everyone was like, it just went down like a ton of bricks, man. Now listen, me, me and my parents, it's uh, it's a, a tricky balance that I'm trying to strike. Look, I can tell, I can tell when someone's being genuine. I know you're trying to help, and I appreciate what you're trying to do. Uh, don't worry. Oh. Well, I'm keeping my mouth shut this time. Okay. Okay, probably for the best. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to see how this interaction goes. Uh, and then he just looks up and goes, hello, mummy, waves and, and drifts over. Uh, she, is, uh, she is delighted to see you. Um, and she says, hello, darling, how are you holding up? And then she looks uh, down at your legs and sort of starts fussing over them and saying, oh, dear, these were such new boots. Are you all right? These yes, look better no. than when it started, but they're still not 100%, are they? Dear, oh, dear. No, yes, well, the... You know, the glass fell from the ceiling and I, I, you know, was heroically diving to save Lady Juliana. But, of course, of course uh, you are, darling, of course. Luckily, she didn't need my help. She's, oh, she's, she's very, very headstrong, that one. You know, she's very, you know, good, good choice, mama. Oh. Mama? <laughs> good choice, mama. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm you going. have, you've picked a great match for this house. That's for sure. 
I'm glad you two are getting on. Oh, I'm so delighted, to be honest, darling. I was a little worried that the two of you wouldn't quite get along, but now that you've informed me reliably that the two of you are meant to be together, oh, I'll finalise the details with the fritherers. I'll tell them the, uh, the kind of transition phase is over and you're committed wholeheartedly. You don't want to back People out. People listening at home... I just want you all to know how Vicky's made it look like that was my decision to have this thing happen. I just want you to know, everyone, I could have said anything and she would have forced me into this marriage that she knows Archie doesn't want. I just want you to listen to how skillfully she tried to hunnily manipulate my words there. Okay, good. It wasn't me. Don't be cutting that. It was, it was Lady Elizabeth Morgan. <laughs> um, well, uh, and so Archie just kind of, <clears throat> yes, well... Uh, Absolutely. I uh, could not be happier at this development and I cannot wait for our two great houses to join in one beautiful union, courtesy of you, the, the, the mistress of it all. Oh, yes. Mother. And then Kataya really casually walks past and just says, cool boots, bro, and then keeps walking. <laughs> Ooh, guess these are really hitting it off with the general populace, eh, mummy? Well, of course, darling. You're very, very handsome. You're my handsome little champion, aren't you? And he, he blushes a little bit. And goes, I suppose so. She pinches your cheeks. She says, look, uh, I, darling, I, I'm aware you've all suffered quite terribly this evening. It must have been awfully frightening for all of you. So uh, I suggest that when you're done here and you've spoken with the very nice Dunstokers and, and uh, your, your friend's gardener friends, then why don't you all come back and stay at the estate for the night? We've got the guest room set up so you could have a little sleepover. You know what? That sounds absolutely fabulous. We just like the old days when I'd have the, the boys over and we'd all, you know, have pillow fights and, and stay up till the morning. Yeah, uh, yes, let's do that, mummy. That sounds great. That sounds great. Right. He does a little a little dance. <laughs> you're, you're, say, you're saying that out loud? Well, we're having a quiet, whispered conversation. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm not like bellowing it to the room. Okay. But okay. I'm, I'm very excited. Don't get me wrong. Grafton, if you like, you can make a perception check to see if you can... That's no, all right. No, it's okay. I'm going to... Make a humiliation to... check. <laughs> <laughs> you take three points of burn damage. Uh, I'm going to... Um, I can't I'm take gonna... much more burn damage, to be honest. I'm burned <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going to, no, diplomatically ignore this. Encounter. That's kind. <laughs> so uh, this new, like police chief has walked in or the Sunstoker yeah. chief? Of... Uh, so this is Sungazer Lucia Solis. She is, so there are different ranks in the Sunstokers. Uh, there are, the Sungazers are the most senior among them. Um, there are also a couple of others. Uh, but mostly you would know from looking at her with her red robes that she is a very senior. She comes from a noble house with House Solis. Uh, and uh, she is also very senior in essentially the priesthood. So they're, her explanation is making it clear that essentially they are uh, taking over this mission as it's um, it, it's religiously sensitive. So this is the FBI coming into the crime scene. Essentially, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say to uh, Yo Ventito, um, watching you at work earlier, I I really think you're incredible, man. And uh, uh, maybe you should uh, talk to the. This big cheese that just walked in, huh? I, I don't want to put my foot in it. Oh, thanks, man. You know, you, you do what you got to do. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go have a chat. See what see what it's all about. Sure, I, I, I'll watch. Uh, do I know? Do I know some? Do I know Lucia Solis at all? Uh, go ahead and roll a history check to see if you know, you've heard of her. She's been in the service of the Viridescent Spire for quite a while. Oh, so you don't reckon any of us have met her, though? Oh, none of you would have met her. The only one who would possibly have met her would be Gratherin. Mm, ten. 
10. Okay, you know some bits of who she is. She's a very senior sun gazer uh, in the Viridescent, the Viridescent Spire. You would know that uh, the sun stokers are folk who, as well as kind of being the religious arm um, of, the, of the city, are also engaged with trying to communicate with the goddess of summers through a substance known as haze. Very little is known about it. Um, and that's deliberate. There's a lot of secrecy around it. Um, but you would know Lady Lucia, uh, Sungaze Lucia Soralis, uh, is associated with sort of the uh, the management of that project, essentially. Ooh. Is that, like, pretty illicit, or is that... No, no. I mean, they're the church, I guess, it's right? It's a very so. closely controlled uh, substance, but it is not illegal in any way. Mm. it's kind of like a holy um, substance for them to try and communicate exactly it's like kind of a a, a holy incense but if they believe Ooh. it gives them connection mm, sounds fun um <laughs> <laughs> uh cool um all right yeah so and they they want to take over this whole thing because they think there's religious i i'm str- pers- dan is struggling to see what religious sensibilities are affected in this situation with the academics and the crime uh the so uh, Lord Professor William, uh, his husband, Lawrence, uh, kind of teleported them essentially to the Rudescent Spire because they also, uh, in care of the Sunstokers, have a large selection of poisons and antidotes. Uh, uh, that are, okay. So it's either there, the gardeners also have them, um, mm. but they thought the Sunstokers first. Um, in terms of this crunched, crunched up uh, body that fell, um, mm. you would probably think it had something to do with the fact that it breached the celestial vines. Sure. You would be able to tell, Gwethryn, that if this got out, if people heard about this story, and if whoever else was at this party starts sharing it with rumours, mm. there's probably going to be some kind of panic. Ooh, true. Good point. I'm going to go um, have... Am I the most senior gardener around at this point? Yeah, you would be. There is Kasimi Porto, who is technically on duty. There's Heywen, who has curled up for a nap in the corner um exhausted by you guys insulting him this is why i'm i'm a behind the scenes kind of a gardener yeah uh, <laughs> while we're on the topic mm-hmm. i want to just get this straight the gravity of this is uh, no pun intended but like nothing has ever breached the dome before right this is completely unheard of for something to go through the dome is this like mm. earth shattering news Pre- pretty much yes the entirety of the history of the city of summers is based and predicated on the idea that the goddess protects us, protects everybody in the city, and her vines are impenetrable. The verdancy of the goddess allows us to live our lives. But this thing clearly, it's not like the vines um, kind of pull to the side like sometimes they do to let folk in and out. This is a breach. This is something that came through strongly enough to break the goddess's protection on you. So essentially what it's proving is the goddess is fallible. Maybe. This could basically bring down the entire religion. Or, or, Maybe. or she's she's hurt, or she's dead, or she's weakening, or getting old, knowing Vicky. <laughs> what is the likelihood of me knowing what getting old entails? <laughs> yeah, just death, probably. They reach 10 and then they die. <laughs> yeah, and... no, she turned 30, she hunched yeah. over, and she hobbled away from the city <laughs> into the sunset. Walked but the shame into... of it, the shame. Walked into the ocean. <laughs> I, I think Archie is actually realizing is is quietly freaking out about this like if if he's understood that his job is to protect the city and now the thing that actually protects the city is crumbling you might actually have to do your job one day 
Well, I think double do the job. Like there's definitely an element of that, but I think he's like, you know, he understands this small world and his place in it. And now this water is pouring in water of obligation on his head. And he's like, um, so I think he's probably having a mild panic attack. He's, he's like, what? Sorry, John, just do that. Oh, <laughs> Everyone get that? That's also, that's also the sound that Archie makes if he's hit in combat and also a murloc. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's quietly freaking out. But um, are we all going to speak to um, Sungazer Lucia at the same time? Does she want to interview us individually? Hear our stories? All you know at the moment is that she wants to speak with you tomorrow night. Tomorrow uh, night. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, sorry. Um, my, my other question is, what's the relationship like between uh, the gardeners, basically my, my temple and their temple? Are we all, all like friendly? Is it politically, like, do we clash? Like, what's the overall picture in terms of us being factions? Very interesting question. So on the whole, mm. you would think that uh, there is a great deal of trust in the Sunstokers. They are considered, in effect, your direct telephone line to the goddess herself or your direct um, post line to the goddess herself. Um, so on the whole, uh, if a Sunstoker is around at a, an emergency or whatever, they will help out. There are clerics there as well. A lot of them are engaged with healing arts in a similar way to the gardeners. So I think there's some alliance there. What might be giving you pause is the emergence of the Sun Hands, which are a relatively new order of uh, essentially religious knights who were uh, promoted only really in the last few years. Um, they've been being trained for a few decades, uh, but they can be recognised by their turquoise and gold sort of armour. Um, and they are essentially... B- before, if a Sunstoker needed help with uh, something dangerous that they couldn't do themselves, being, you know, uh, relatively peaceful folk, they would come to the gardeners or they would come to a noble house. But now they're sort of founding... They're militarising! They're militarising. Yeah. Shit. Okay. And what, um, just final thing, like, is there anything Cornaith would have specifically said to me about the Sunstokers, like, in terms of operating with them and stuff? Uh, I think he would have advised full compliance, full, uh, you, you two as um, organisations are fighting for the same side, which is keeping people safe and doing what the goddess wants. Cool. In which case, um, yeah, I'm going to co- come up to, and, and everybody's well can come with as well, um, come up to Sungaze Solace and um, ju- just say, um, if there's anything else we can do, we're at your service. Thank you, Gardner. I appreciate it. I think for the moment, as long as uh, this doesn't go beyond the witnesses here and we can gather your testimony in the morning, I think we should be all right. Right. Who's who's head of the um, Sun Stokers? Who's the the big boss? That is a very very good question. Uh, let me find it in my notes. So they sit. So the Nobles Parliament uh, is made up of six uh, the six heads of the six noble houses, and then there is also uh, the seventh and often deciding vote is the head Sun Gazer. The head Sun Gazer is the head of the the Sun Stokers. Uh, yeah, that's the head of the entire church, essentially. Their vote is worth the same amount as any of the other heads of houses, um, but <clears throat> excuse me, um, but they are uh, they tend to be very listened to because of this assumed connection with the goddess. 
Um, and could we just have another 90 minutes on the political, economic and <laughs> militaristic structure of the city of Summers? Because it's really fucking great world building. <laughs> Dan, if you want it, you know I'll do it. You know this whole rest of the thing will be like, and on the third corner of the Western streets, there are like, um, <laughs> no, the, new notebook. the head sun gazer, whose name I can't find at the moment, um, but their name wouldn't really be super popularised anyway. Um, you would know some of the names of the head sun gazers, but because they could potentially be a target, whoever is elected head is sort of ah, kept quiet. So they're quite secretive. Interesting. Uh, they can be, but it, mm. they always sell us as for their own protection. They're a little bit of a mystic bunch. Okay, cool. Well, I'm. Uh, is that what? What's the head sun? Ga- just head sun gazer is yes, that the title? Head sun gazer. Okay. In, in which case, I'm just going to say to um, sun gazer Solace, um, just say uh, I'll report this back to Cornath. And I think um, this is above both of our pay grades. I suspect you're correct, Gardner. Mm. Um, Any advice on uh, keeping this a little bit hush-hush? Well, just don't mention it. I trust you, Gardner. Well, yeah, that that's step one wow. in any kind yeah. of keep it quiet scenario. Like, I'll be honest, be honest with you, uh, Solace. Like, this isn't my first. This isn't my first rodeo in terms of keeping stuff the most quiet and keeping stuff quiet. response I've ever heard. How'd you keep it quiet? Maybe don't fucking talk about it, mate. <laughs> it's kind of shit I'd say to someone. Fucking uh, hell. I, I think what he means, uh, Sungazer Solis, is what is the line for the press? What are we saying uh, to the press on the way out? Uh, well, by press, does he mean like the press of people? Who are squashed out? <laughs> uh, she says, we will handle that. Thank you. The four of right. you, if you're asked, just... Don't mention it. You were somewhere else tonight. Lesson, lesson one of not mentioning a thing. I wish, yeah. Tell you where you were, everyone. House party at House Morgan. Am I right? Shall we? Mm. Have a couple of brewskis, forget all of this happened. Maybe put on our pyjamas, have a pillow fight. I have been raised never to tell a lie. So if, uh, if uh, this is to work, I am not to speak to anyone else other than you for the rest of the evening. <laughs> So let's party, dudes! <laughs> Smash cut to Archie chugging a keg. Yay! <laughs> and uh, Katai of just absolutely telling anybody, oh, this guy fell through the vines. He was like, amazing, what? yeah. <laughs> uh, so Lady Morgan uh, looks uh, across you and um, uh, says, Well, if you're ready, I'd be more than delighted to have you in our humble home. Yes, I don't believe there are any more side quests around here, so I suggest we head on to the the main plot marker. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just going to brief any of the remaining gardeners to um, report back to Cornath as a matter of urgency, just to check that in, um, and try and get uh, Haywin a cup of coffee. Yeah, sure. Cassimi uh, Porto says uh, yes right away. I'll uh, I'll do that, and then he looks over to Haywin and he's like, "Yeah, I I will have to do that, won't I?" Yeah. And he just sort of jogs off a senior officer but he knows what's needed as Haywin like yeah. huh? oh, have a good night I chuck a can of Red Bull over to Haywin and say sort yourself out <laughs> got a job to do man uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he doesn't catch it because it doesn't exist <laughs> in this world but it, it ex- I throw it and then it just fades from existence as it sails through the air yeah. and then you're like what, what did I say earlier about quests, side quests <laughs> no it's gone, it's disappearing gone, Fading. Wow. So like dust we've, got in the to wind. Go, we've got to go back in time and convince that Red Bull to date the other Red Bull and go to the oh, under no. the water. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Archie, <laughs> it's your kids. <laughs> They're going to chop Buckbeat's head off. Oh, no. 
Stop talking so, about the wizard story. Oh, no, you're right. I'm so sorry. I must not talk about the wizard story. If only there was some way for me to engrave that onto my hand with some kind of magic. <laughs> anyway. Slumber party! <laughs> uh, as you all clamber into... Uh, so, yeah, unless you want to do anything else, you all climb into the Morgan House carriage and head off towards the Morgan Estate. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Archie, what's this uh, What's this carriage like? It's drawn by, obviously, six beautiful white horses with lovely plumes. Yeah, I, I imagine we're talking about, like, a kind of four wooden spoke wagon wheel style wheels and then a large like met golden burnished golden like square like big square box with rounded edges but the the ornate markings are all different mythical beasts being slain by various members of house morgan so like the cross beam is like a spear going across and then down the sides it's like swords going into the mouths of wyverns or whatever legally Legally distinct mythical beasts are allowed in the D&D universe. <laughs> there are well, wyverns in D&D, absolutely. There you go. Wyverns. Uh, wyverns for days. Uh, that's what this <laughs> looks like. So it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of heroic, like propaganda heroic. Um, old white people from House Morgan stabbing beasts. I think that's probably it. So these are your family, bro? Yeah, so that's, that's great Uncle Peter. Uh, you can see him there casting his holy lance into the face of a, of a particularly nasty woman that I believe went by the name of Egbert. Don't ask me how I knew that. There's just all the family history just filters down. That's uh, that's that's Jerome, great uncle Jerome. He killed Whoa. a massive snake. Now we're not sure if it was actually a mythical beast or he just had had a few too many beers and trod on a grass snake. But either way, we put it on the we put it on the carriage because nothing escapes uh, the notice of House Morgan, you know? Great deeds can come from anywhere, but yeah, it's not really uh, true. They specifically come from old men in my family, but that's not the point. The point is- But snakes are pretty cool, bro. I like snakes. Hey, you you tell that to, I've already forgotten his name. <laughs> the, the uncle I just made up <laughs> on the spot. Jerome, yeah. Jerome. Yeah, see, he's so forgettable. <laughs> you tell that to Jerome, he, he had a real problem with snakes. I don't know, maybe it's because when he was drunk, he got attacked by a snake and killed it. I don't know. Either way, hated talking about it, hated telling that story. Um, anyway, yeah, these are, all, these are all my family, the noble clan. And then, of course, the piece de resistance, that is uh, Sir Martin Morgan. Can I make up names for my family, Vicky? Is that all right? You absolutely can. Your grandfather who founded the house was Lord Edmund Morgan, as you That's the know. one. Yeah. My, and right next to Martin is uh, Lord, Edmund, <laughs> Lord Edmund Morgan, the founder of House thing. Morgan. Yeah. Um, Lord Edmund Morgan, the founder of House Morgan. You can see him there slaying the, what did we decide, a dragon? It was a dragon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, slaying the great dragon, the great worm, the creature that caused all the problems in the city of Summers. It was him, it was his brave actions and him alone that brought the end to that terrible beast and gave us the peace and prosperity that have raised House Morgan to the position it is wow. today. How, how, this was your great-grandfather? This is grandfather. Yes. Oh, his Grand grandfather. Really? Wow, so, so he's probably still alive. Great. It would be your great-grandfather, you're absolutely right. Mm. Um, yeah. House Morgan has been a house for about 70 years Wow, I, I've spent most of my life, you know, uh, looking after lost creatures and beasts And uh, making them feel welcome But I guess if they were a massive problem You would have to, I guess, uh, slay them at some point, huh? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, I assume things are different in the city of cats. I assume your beasts come come in different shapes and sizes. But but you must oh, understand the job. I, I've of, had the job to, of I've Morgan. had to slay a couple of beasts for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah, bet, yeah, I bet yeah. 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 I say, take them right down. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, our job, we're, we're protectors. No, we look after the people that need protecting. And sometimes in order to protect a city, you've got to slay a few beasts. That's what I say. You know, you can't make an saying a few beasts. So it's, it's a little martyr. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have a little aside, which is not all the beasts take the form of beasts, of course. And Archie thinks about that very carefully. He's like, "Yes, you're right. Some of them can transform, and then you don't know if you're looking at you don't know if you're looking at a beast or not. You might be looking at your best friend, but it turns out they're a beast." He doesn't look at he doesn't look at Sally because that'd be too obvious. Sally breaks the window of the carriage and oh, jumps no. out and runs home. What a strange decision for her to make. Um, I'm sure it's unrelated to what I was saying. <laughs> Fine. Sally sweats profusely. <laughs> she picks the rest of the fruit off her dress and cries oh, no. quietly in the corner. No, she wouldn't cry. She'd just sweat because she wouldn't break under interrogation. She's just there menacingly eating a banana being like, fucking come on. I, think- I like that we found the most comforting and the most threatening fruits. Last week's papaya most comforting, banana most threatening. Banana, yeah, you can do some damage with that. Sorry, uh, just to finish that, I think Archie, yeah, he does respond and he's kind of like, I think he is thinking about what you said, like beasts can come from anywhere. I think Archie is a naturally curious person, so he's kind of like, hmm. I'd probably say, um, yeah, you're, you're right, Gwathryn. Um, Looking at William's wound, you know, that's not the wound of a beast. That's a wound of a, someone who looks like you or me or any of us. It's a good point. Good point. Maybe, that, maybe not all monsters have scales. But I think most of them do. That's, that's the important <laughs> takeaway. Statistically. And then, uh, and then I'm going to turn to Lady Morgan. I'm uh-huh. going to ask Lady Morgan. Hey, uh, Lady Morgan, have you got any yes. port at your place? Uh, port? Yes. yes, of course. In his dying breath, he reached for port. It must be pretty fucking cool, right? Uh, yeah. Could you, could you maybe not, not swear in front of mummy, please? It makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, uh, oh excuse me. Excuse Would you me. like some, dear Mr. Khan? I'm sure we can have some sent up. Port party. A porty, if you will. A port. Let's have a porty. Mother, guys. what a portmanteau. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you. Oh, well, you know, it's been quite a night, darling. <laughs> sure, sure you had a fair few porties in your day, didn't you, mummy? Absolutely. Now, steady on. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. But yes, I did. I think, I think I'm in trouble, guys. <laughs> I, so I, I've just realised, and this is me being... I'm, have I... Wait. One of the main guys was called Porto from my, from the gardeners. Mm-hmm. Could Does he have been reaching for, for the port as a clue? Or is that Sign. me being really, is that me being like really grasping for straws? <laughs> or has Vicky recently had some port she enjoyed? Yeah. What's the name of the character? Um, uh, oh, port. <laughs> What's he drinking? Oh God, um, port. Where are we located? Port. <laughs> I come from a port town. It's like a really mm. shit version of um, the usual suspects. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the image of you guys having one of those big cork boards in this carriage as you're heading up towards the Morgan estate <laughs> and you're just like, what if what if it's Cassini Porto? What if yeah. hey, I come from a port town? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. The numbers are adding up. Guys are so say Cassini Porto, same number of yeah. syllables. And was was that guy really sleepy or was he drunk? <gasps> if it turns out to be that sleepy guy, I'm gonna flip my shit. <laughs> I Why was he so sleepy? He must have been busy doing something. Did we smell port on him, Vicky? Did we? You place that negligent prick at the centre of this whole mystery. I am going to absolutely murder him. Sleeping uh, in plain sight. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, do a little murder, have a little nap. Do a little murder, have a little nap. Tired from all that killing. <laughs> <laughs> The Morgan Estate was actually once the estate of House Pearlmaker, which occupied the former residence of House Ironbrand, and so on and so forth. The gilded Morgan carriage and its six white-plumed horses climbed smoothly up a grand drive, past the wrought iron gates and sandstone walls, vast gardens glimmering in the blue night, as the goddess's orb shines gently with a misty cerulean warmth above you. Crickets sing to each other between proffered rose bushes, chirping a welcome as the house comes into sight. It is a crenellated building, hewn from warm golden limestone, guarded by eight elegant statues of rearing dragons, which are noticeably newer than the rest of the house. Warm candlelight glows from the interior, illuminating in part the banners of House Morgan that wave gently in the breeze. As you arrive, servants instantly open your doors and welcome all of you home. Inside the manor, the carpet is plush green velvet and almost everything is edged with gold. Across the walls of the main hall are various tapestries, paintings and hunting trophies. Across the entrance hall glowers a proud painting of a young knight, sword in hand, dragon underfoot. Well, everyone. Welcome to House Morgan. I've been wanting to come here for so bloody long, man. Well, you are very welcome, Kataib. Make yourselves at home. How about we uh, head to the drinking room, as I like to call it? <laughs> uh, so as you guys are being uh, helped out of your coats by a couple of servants, um, you see hurrying in from a, a back corridor to uh, attend to you is a halfling man. Uh, that you would recognise, Archie, as Jeremy, your retainer and kitchen boy. Um, and he steps up and says, welcome home, my lord. Jeremy, great to see you. How how formal or informal am I allowed to be in front of, like, the other servants? Uh, in front of everyone else, you would probably be expected to keep up the, uh, the appearance. Um, but in private, it's up to you how friendly you are, because you and Jeremy go back quite a way. Yeah, we're like childhood friends, so I think there's a lot of rough housing and that kind of thing, but I guess we uh, keep it. Yeah, okay. Jeremy, good to see you. How fare you this fine evening? Very well, my lord. And yourself? Well, honestly, got some stories. But, you know, tell you what, we'll have some port in the drinking room and I'll tell you all about it. But, I mean, S has gone D, let me just say that. Obviously, I'm not a swearing man, but... Whew, Goddess is big, light. Big stuff. Uh, please permit me to show you through, if you'll follow me. Um, yes, of course. And he leads you all through to the drinking room, which I'm imagining to be one of these mahogany-panelled, gilded, beautiful rooms with a whole variety of different uh, beautiful paintings of... You, you guys get quite quickly the impression that pretty much every piece of art in House Morgan is about some relative or another stabbing... Uh, some beast or another with some kind of sharp bladed instrument. Is there a pool table in there? There is. Okay. Is there a pool in this world? Uh, there is the game of pool, but it is played on a large pool like a stone impluium. Um, and, uh, you know, like a stone impluium. Like yeah, I don't a... know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm <laughs> enjoying it. Uh, it's like a small stone pool um, and the uh, the balls float. 
and you have to use a small oar to smack them into one of several Are goals. you trying to make air hockey and pool into one thing, <laughs> That's Vicky? That's very cool. That's very cool. It's pool, but it's actually in a pool of water. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, that was, what, that was what Vicky was going for. This is amazing. <laughs> I did not get that. <laughs> oh, you actually have a fucking pool table, bro. Yeah. Yes, oh, of course. Of course we've got a pool table. about them in books. I've read about the heroes uh, relaxing after uh, epic quests and, and playing pool with each other and, and having a drink and talking about their 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 conquests and well let any people for I, a I, game I, of doubles Archie puts his arm around you and he's like let me tell you Katayab that has gone down in this place more than you can possibly imagine so what do you say Jeremy you sort us all out a couple of snitters of port and we play some doubles at pool of course sir right away uh, and he steps out. Uh, Archie, that, Archie gives him a little wink when no one else is looking. Uh, uh, is nods, it just me or is that guy's skin fucking incredible? <laughs> I know, right? Absolutely on point. Uh, and before he, he steps out, as you wink, he just gives you a little grin and then steps out. Is he also a summer touched halfling? Uh, do you think he might be? Do you think it's possible? Cool. So we, so we have a spirited game of doubles at Paul. Fantastic. In that case, who is fighting, uh, battling on the pitch of pool each other <laughs> ah some classic pool based chat <laughs> you guys are like can we play a sport and i'm like any sport i will be bad with but sure <laughs> 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 that was so pathetic that was great oh, who is pairing with who who is going with who whose team is playing who is the table quite low to the ground uh no but there are as are in many places Fair. um like uh, step ladders, little. Okay. Yeah. Steps. You've got to have a ladder to get onto the pool slash into the pool. Yeah. Otherwise, if you if you delete the step ladder, everyone in the pool drowns. I, I imagine a really expensive pool table has a built-in like ridge halfway down it that you can step up on. Yeah, and there's there's a little edge at the side for sitting in for relaxing afterwards. Yeah. Because then you can turn the jacuzzi element on and just have a little bubble. In <laughs> In the pool. <laughs> I'm not getting the visual of this game. So, are you in the pool? I thought it was yeah. a pool, a pool table size, but just water. But it's actually a pool. Yes, yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Was, but you don't I get thought it was like a swimming pool. The, the, uh, the, no, the no, no, no. I got this, guys. Vicky, Vicky, I what's going this. on? It's it's the shape and size of an actual pool table, maybe slightly bigger, but it's filled with water. And like on it is little floaty little tokens of different colors. Yeah, and they've got a slight weight to it. And it takes a certain level of finesse and you tap it with a rod. Oh, I a, see. So it's or, more of a finesse whatever game. Vicky was, and you push it and you try and get it to go over the... And instead of holes, instead of holes, they're little waterfalls. Oh, and you get them to go out of the waterfall. Sure. Like, yeah. how about What's that? What's the one yeah, where perfect. you skid the balls across the ice and everybody brushes things? Oh, like curling? <laughs> yeah, is it like curling? Vicky, is it curling? No, it's obviously... <laughs> Do you think if you freeze it, will it be curling? Maybe you could. If you throw, maybe... if you cast Ray of Frost, it can would turn I, it to curling. Can I? Oh, I've only got Ice Blade. I, I so strongly suggest I you don't it. freeze my precious pool table. <laughs> so Just a thought. It, I absolutely want like people if they do fan art. This would be an incredible thing to illustrate. But knowing nerds and RPG nerds. By this time next week, we'll have like a forty-page manual of rules. Yeah. At what yeah, happens in I every specific so. scenario, this and we can actually play. Sport. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully convinced that what I just described would 100 percent work. Yes. And like yeah. yes, there's a trough around it, like you said, John, and it sucks up the water and it's recycled. Nice. Water. And there's a big and fountain in the middle, and the pool, the pool balls. Yeah. Pool there you go. So, uh, Vicky, on the fly, make us play this game. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I'm so up for doubles. <laughs> yeah. So up for doubles. Who's 
who's pairing up into what teams? Who's playing who? I think it's me and Kataya, right? Me and Kataya versus these two. Yeah, lovely. Okay. Come on, let's play. Here's your paddle. In fact, I hold them up and go, choose your weapon. They're two identical paddles. Yeah. As you know, Archie's got one with a big A on it, a big gold paddle. He's, <laughs> He's got his own paddle. Who's <laughs> yeah. yours? Uh, so I'm going to need you both to take, uh, or all four of you, take your positions at each side of the pool. Everybody, please, either... Uh, yeah, everybody please nominate their first... Um, the term is snooker, if you're a player. <laughs> you do snooking. Go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> Vicky. Your, your first, it's got to be the first, first snooker. Forty or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's oh, better, no. Sasha. Yeah. That's See, better. Like monsters. You're both monsters who are terrible at inventing fake sports. Who's the person hey. who is first... Who's going to do snooping first? Snooping. Right. I, well, I, no, I, think, snooping? I think I, as a generous host, I go, Kataib, would you like to, would you like to uh, bring together, as we call it? Dude, I'm tingling. What? Yes, please. Sure. Let's do this. So instead of breaking, bring it's together. called bringing together. When you, when you take, and when I, you take I, I've, I've read about this game so much and I've visualized myself playing it, but I've never actually seen a table. Amazing. But I, I think I've got a good idea of how to do it. So Archie watches your stance and kind of adjusts your elbow a little bit. Ooh. He's like, no, no, you're good to go. Yes. Uh, Sally and uh, Gwathryn, who of you is snooking first? Um, Sal- Sally could go first, I'm sure. I sh- Okay, yeah. I-, I will snook. Snook. Snook him good. <laughs> snook him good, pal. I'll snook him. I'll snook him for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sally and Kataev, I would like you both to roll sleight of hand check. <gasps> yeah, well, we're, I think, we're, I think we're both good at this. Are we both good at this, Sasha? Oh, sorry. All right. I don't even know if I'm good at it, but... Oh, girl, I got a um, 20... Wait, why are you yeah, rolling, Yeah, hold on, Dan? it's just Sasha oh, and Kataev. Oh, sorry, I thought you said me. Hold your hold your roll in your head, though. You can use it when you become the snooker. When you do the snooking. Okay, I got a 15. 15? I got 21. Oh, I'm so excited. So, uh, Kataev, as you step in... You take what you think to be a pretty good first hit or a first offing, mm. as it were, in the uh, game of pool. Uh, you yeah. a- angle your paddle excellently and um, deliver it beautifully across uh, the pool. Unfortunately for you, uh, Sally's quick reflexes mean that she can get her paddle uh, right in front of it. And in fact, she flips it back. Uh, it bounces into the kind of filter area in the middle and then bounces back out. Um, and goes oh. down a waterfall. You get okay, so three we... points. Yay! He- hearing a skilled storyteller talk about sport, <laughs> an area which with which he is clearly not familiar, is so good. It's such a like meshing of gears, like beautiful prose plus riffing on sport. So this does have a air hockey vibe to it. So we're both playing at yeah. the same time, hitting things back. Okay. All right, so okay, okay, I see where you're going, you Vicky. It. I like you're it. So, is there one? Is there one ball or, uh, there are, or puck there or whatever? There are nine balls, as there would be in any good sport. Um, <laughs> but mm. they all have uh, they all have the same color, but they all do different things. So this was luckily one of the three dud balls uh, that just doesn't. Oh, have the any other of ones that. have feelings and will weep when we hit <laughs> no. them or turn us to stone. No, like what, what they, they swim. Like... The other ones swim slowly away from them. <laughs> why is Vicky giving herself more details? but i love it for the same reason that i was excited to invite you all to play this game i'm a masochist (laughs) so let's see vicky there are three dud balls what else three dud i would imagine can i roll a knowledge check on this game which apparently i'm good at an intelligence check fantastic just to see how much intelligence you gather 
I'm I love this purple dice. Where's my da da da? Um, I rolled a seventeen and I'm plus three intelligence. Very good. Uh, so that yeah, that's very good. In that case, you would know that the other six balls have variable uh, minor magic effects. <laughs> like, what, what would they be? Uh, so it's very possible you're not quite sure. Oh, this they game vary. is sick. They vary according to. I can't believe this is what we're going to do as we enter our break. We're going to all just be playing this whole time. Uh, they vary. They tend to be harmless magical effects or uh, entertaining little transformative effects oh. on the board. So, but it varies according to who set up the pool. Yeah, um, you can buy different sets. They yeah. sell different pool sets down the markets. So if you want to get a more aggressive one, then you'll hit a ball and it'll like shout or maybe insult the opposition. Yeah, yeah. you got to collect them. They're collecting. Yeah. yeah. You, and you, you can, can actually trade balls and stuff. And the, the rules are you're supposed to have at least three duds. So there are three balls that don't do yeah. anything. But the other six could be a combination of like aggressive ones or support balls or defensive balls. Exactly. Like, it's like, it's like pool and, and air hockey and Pokemon. Yeah. 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 I and think it's every other sport we have ever witnessed, fictional best, or non. The best sport that anyone has ever played anywhere ever, and it exists yes. in Vicky's world. Uh, I thought Quidditch was confusing. This is <laughs> Archie intense. and Catherine. Uh, it's nothing to do with the wizard stories. Um, one of the balls casts fireball as well. It's, it's really yeah. No, I, that's quite a rare one. That's a, that's a shiny. But I, yeah. House Morgan, have got an expensive. Can one of the balls freeze all the water? Can't freeze all, it can't freeze one all the, the water. One of the balls freezes the water. Just one of the balls freezes the water. And it becomes curl. Let me curl. You know what? Let a woman you know, curl. You know how we'll find this out by you guys playing more of pool. Play more <laughs> what you've got to do, what you've got to do, is roll a d6 every time you hit a ball to know if it was one of the six, if it's a special one, to find out which effect. Oh. You think I haven't already been rolling this d10? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but there are only nine balls, Vicky. Oh. Do next shot. Do next shot. Archie right. and Gratherin, uh the two of you, please uh, roll a sleight of hand check. Can I roll with advantage because I'm shit hot at, um, at pool? Every and it's my check, table. John. Every check. Look, if we're in House Morgan and it's my pool table and it's my special bat and I'm the best. I might have said yes, but then you were super snarky about me inventing this game. So no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You can roll with advantage. I believe I was snarky about everyone inventing this. And I also You're said right. it was the best game anywhere ever. Yeah, that's why you do get advantage. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 19 on my first roll. Uh, I rolled a, a, a slight of hand, did you say? Yes. That is a 21. 21, very good. Catherine, how's you do? Well, my sleight of hand's plus five. And I rolled a 17. Whoa. So that's 20, 22. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so Archie swaggers up to the podium and flicks it. When, when we came back from that uh, that last quest with him, we beat the crap out of those magmen. I came back here for a little unwind and I did a little backward shot and I turn around and I flip it with the bat behind my back. And I don't even look as I wait to hear the sound of it going into the waterfall. Yeah. But instead, <laughs> take, take it away, Vicky or Dan. Instead, uh, the two of you, you, you turn away. Uh, you don't hear the sound of it uh, in the waterfall and the little bell that rings at the bottom of the waterfall. Uh, in fact, uh, Gratherin... And there's a, little, there's a little cherub that goes, woohoo! Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gratherin, you see it coming and you, uh, as it expertly arcs towards you, you move your paddle very easily and with a whack, uh, it lands right into the filter. It, you send it right down into the uh, middle of the pool because you rolled very, very well. Uh, when this happens, uh, a load of streamers erupt from the ceiling, uh, a little bell plays, um, and a small frog uh, jumps into your arms and you now have a frog. 
<laughs> and oh. I go to high five Kataya, but I'm just like, wait, why is there a croak? <laughs> and I look around and go, oh my god. Right. I read about that. It, it is. You've got a, a Gribble Duke, I cry. <laughs> that, is, that is what a Gribble Duke is. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay. So we've landed on Peel then, yeah? Uh, yeah. P-U-L-E. P-U-L-E. So, wait. so Vicky, just, I mean, we should talk about more specifics on the episode. So I don't want the podcast listeners to knock it all of this gold. Yeah. But for my edification, do you get a frog every time you get it in the beginning? No. So what Dan did? Vicky, you you thought how many pages? How many pages of storyline are we ignoring at the moment? Just roughly. I have for every single session that I have write four, uh, four to five pages. And for every single session, apart from the first one, we have never made it past page two. Uh, that's when there's carps in the fuel. <laughs> it's a carp fuel. So you got to hit them before the carp eat the balls. Can the frog be like an umpire? If it hits the side, is it fuel side? Uh, uh, yes. No, it's port side. Port side. Uh, yeah, where's the port, lad? Port side and fuel side. Those are the port side and fuel side. Come on, bring over the port, Jeremy. Right. Can we, right. Should we return to Vicky's world? Yes, indeed. Let's hop back into Vicky's world. I am so glad I asked. I'm so glad I asked if there was a pool table. I am so glad I asked. Yeah, I'm so glad you asked.
So, you guys have a lovely evening um, batting some pure balls about. Uh, eventually, Ooh. just on uh, the... Vicky, yeah? who wins? On Sorry, the I have to say this, but... Come on. On the basis of their previous roles, Sally and Guatherin just about thrash you. Despite, just about thrash! Just yeah. about thrash you! Despite all of your Vicky, training you, on this Can field. you go and read a, a sports book or something after, for next yeah, week? If you can name a sports book, John! You can I know, Billy's them. Book of Sports, I don't know. They, they easily beat us, but they just about thrashed us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 makes sense. Oh, it does make perfect sense. sense. <laughs> that actually <laughs> makes complete yeah, sense. They just managed is, to thrash you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the difference between rolling a 20 and a 15. A 15 is a B, 20 is a thrash, 19 just about thrashed you. Exactly. exactly, so you two put up a spirit of defence, but you are uh, narrowly thrashed. By Sally and Grafford. Yeah, uh, sorry, man, it's my first time. I'm sorry. I'm my first time. Oh, look, time. don't worry. Look, I've had a little too much port anyway. Uh, beginner's luck. I mean, you play yeah. blinder. I mean, I've got to say, Grafford got a gribble duck on his first on his what? first hit. Yeah. What you, can I say? You, you I'm, must a, I'm, be a, a, I'm a pule shark. I was going <laughs> to say. That's the most expensive carp pool uh, ball. It just releases a shark. I've uh, I've, ca- I've caught a few fro- I've caught a few frogs in my time. Yeah, you you had your own balls with you. You had some trick balls of <laughs> yeah, your own. I just had them. <laughs> These are mine. Yes, yeah. we used to play with pule sharks, but they kept eating the ca- the carp, but it, it got very expensive. So I don't I don't recommend crossing those streams. Let me tell you that. Hey. But uh, but no, well played, Gwathryn and Sally. That was a blinder. I I doff my proverbial cap to you. You you played the better game. Can Sally and I do like a? It'll be a low five because I'm quite short, but. Yes, like you absolutely can. Yeah, you're giving her a high five, but she's just yeah. slapping down. Just <laughs> <straight>. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you'd like, you can do the traditional gardener's celebration uh, of when you succeed in a game of Pure, um, which is, of course, the, the secret handshake. Mm. But not, maybe mm. it's not for some. Can it be like yeah. a secret Pure handshake? Because I feel yeah. like I've yeah. played a bit of Pure. The secret bit is you put your hand in the water and then you shake hands underwater. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, oh, you do a little yeah. splash. Oh. You do a little, do a little splash, splash in the water. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah. splash each other like little girls. <laughs> just... Good game. Good game. <laughs> Good game. Good game. Uh, you, you, uh, you guys play a lovely round of Pure late into the night. Um, the, uh, there is only one guest room set up in the Morgan estate. Unfortunately, the rest are being renovated. Uh, so there is the option to either sleep in one of the two beds in the guest room, or uh, there are also temporary beds placed in Archie's chambers. That you can, can I go find in. somewhere in the grounds to sleep in the gardens? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you tell anyone you're going out or do you just head off? I, I mean, I'm going to say goodnight to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as, <laughs> just fuck I meant, off. Like, do you tell any of the staff to expect you to expect to find a gardener yeah I, sus- I suspect we'd have a conversation before you left right i'd be like well look i can i can get jeremy to make up the guest room if you'd like Gwathryn. what's what's your what's your flavor no no thanks mate i'm much more comfortable outside thank you outside yes yeah 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 just uh, with, in- with with nature you know i feel much more at peace and i'll sleep much better out there i'll find myself a nice little bed of moss or something and be like <laughs> really yeah you're, you're not joking me are you are you, are no. you pulling my leg Gwathryn? When have I joked? When have I joked, Sir Archie? Now I'll admit it's not your style, but we've all had a lot of port, and you you really got me on the pule. So I don't know which <laughs> way's up and which way's down. No, no, I'll be, I'll be, honestly, mate. I'll find a nice tree branch to sleep on, bed of moss, beautiful. You don't want maybe a, a blanket or a? Oh, I yeah, know, I'll take a, a, hot I'll, water... I'll take a blanket. I'm not stupid. 
Okay. No, I'm. I mean, I'm really turned around by this. Sure. Well, Jeremy, can you get him a couple of a couple of our finest blankies? And uh, I don't know where the rest of you want to sleep on on the roof, maybe in the pool table. What's where do you want to sleep, dude? Uh, you're acting like it's strange. You know, most people don't have, you know, this this kind of luxury. You know, it's what are you, it's what are you quite, talking about? <laughs> actually, it's it's to me, it's a luxury to sleep outdoors and. Uh, I'm uh, I'm sad to hear none of you have ever experienced it, but to sleep under the stars, it's it's a why, beautiful why thing. Why would man. you Why would you want to do that? You, you you feel nature breezing past your skin every moment of the evening, and it just comforts you. You know, it's... you're wel- you're welcome to sleep outside with me, Gitaib. Ah, uh, I think I will, but uh, there's is a it, little is... bit of port left in the bottles i, I wouldn't want it to go to waste but uh, uh actually i mean you know hey, what don't, uh, don't let me stop you if you want there's plenty of outdoors for all of you it, it, it might i'm starting to get a bit homesick i might actually enjoy sleeping outdoors tonight um the hospitality of this city is is uncomparable but uh i wouldn't mind it yes i'll join you Quatrin. Okay. Yeah, fuck uh, it. Well, there's some, there's <laughs> blankets where you need them. Sally, I trust you. You Do you want to sleep in the fireplace or something? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, Sally that takes was a joke. Very literally. <laughs> okay. I mean, at this stage, I'm Lovely not that warm surprised. Coals. I will lie next to them and cook my fruit for the morning. Uh, well, you bunch of literal maniacs, I'm going to sleep in my massive four-poster bed. Enjoy the garden. Uh, before you guys all head off, Jeremy steps forward and says, um, my lord, if I may inquire, uh, does anybody need us to send any messages to any family waiting at home or anybody expecting them back? Thank you, Jeremy. Very thoughtful of you. Yes. Anyone? Any messages? I'm with my family right now, man. It's all good. <laughs> Lovely. In that case, he says, very well, I'll show you all to your various quarters. Um, Archie is very touched Very touched by what you said. You, you don't want to say anything to... You don't want to let Bill grab know you're all right? No, I'm having a rebellious phase. <gasps> <laughs> I've decided. I've gone mad he with the power. He can wait. He dressed I you up in that fruit dress. Went, you know what? Uh... He dresses me up in this dress. I'm going to stay out all night. This is what the dress can do, Bill Grab. This is what the dress can do. <laughs> Think about that too that you rolled, yeah. Bill Grab. Uh, so, as you all settle down in your various comfortable spaces, um... can I just check, Sasha? Are you actually sleeping in the fireplace? Not in next to. You know, okay. <laughs> just lovely. Just in that little. Uh, bit at the front of the fireplace where all the ashes <laughs> no just forward of the ash oh just sure that sure little yeah. bit i'm Got just it. gonna curl up there with a with a blanket and i'd imagine i can borrow a book of course yeah yeah sure jeremy what, says what book do you get uh, yeah, what what book do you want? What, what are my choices, Vicky? I, <laughs> I, yeah, we, we've got the rules of Pule, Volume One, by 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 uh, by uh, Lord Miriam Pule. <laughs> he pulls out Excellent. a copy of Billy's Guide to Sports, which is Archie's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, I think that might have been a discussion in, in clap chat in case you're oh, listening shit, on the sorry. podcast and wondering what the hell we're talking about. But uh, Vicky wanted a recommendation for, for a book on sports and I recommended Billy's Guide to Sports. We all know Billy's Guide to Sports. We've uh, all read it. Yeah, you can I have... I feel like what, there's a book called Billy's Guide to Sports. If there's not, you know what we're going to have to have to write. Stop giving us writing homework, <laughs> Vicky. This is ridiculous. What kind of book do you want, Sal? Um, I would like a book on 
how to cook things in a fireplace overnight. <laughs> I'd like a cookery book, please. Let's see. A cookery book. Uh, yeah. Yes. Jeremy says, if you'll wait one moment, madam, um, and heads down to the kitchens uh, where he's very familiar. Uh, and after a few minutes, brings you back a selection of three. Cool. I, n- I, I snuggle down with a cookery book. That's that's me for the night. Lovely. I, I look over to Jeremy and I just go, hmm? <laughs> As in, I'm literally like, I do not understand these lunatics. <laughs> he, he shrugs back um, and goes to make sure that Katayab and Gwathrin are comfortable. I'm 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 gonna do a little um a little tipsy night gardening. A little tipsy night <laughs> just gonna, gardening. I'm just gonna tidy up if a couple Do you mean of, small couple, G gardening? <laughs> yes. <laughs> not not patrolling. <laughs> not patrolling the grounds. <laughs> going to look at shit. No. I'm gonna just like always tid- on. anything I notice, I'm gonna tidy up tidy up the beds a little bit, you know, take off any sort of rogue um uh, branches. I just just a little tidy up. Just I'm hundred. The garden's gonna be pretty legit. I'm I'm, I'm following Ventito, and I'm I'm kind of shadowing you, and and kind of copying you, and trying to. Am I do, taking am I doing huge this right chunks to, out of the, them? I'm I'm like pulling a little weed out of the ground, yeah. and uh, trying to get it right that I get the roots and everything. Is yeah, this nice. right? Am I? I mean, I don't want to piss on anyone's biscuits here, but I imagine the grounds of Morgan Manor are pretty well kept already. So mm. let's see. So the. The grounds are very well kept, you're right, and they're almost sanitised in a way. Gratherin, you think it would be nice to pot around and pull up some weeds and uh, I'm gonna maybe... I'm gonna chuck a few wildflower seeds in the beds. <gasps> but the natural oh. ecosystem we've been trying so hard to suppress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can absolutely do that. Uh... I've also got oh, I just realised in my little custom garden. To be honest, Gratherin, Gratherin, mm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna ask you why. Like why you're sowing those? Seeds. What, yeah. what you're doing? I'm I'm sure they were very careful about where they planted their seeds. I just think it's uh, important that you know order has a little bit of the wild nature pushing through. I think it's good a good lesson that Sarachi needs to know. Hmm. I'm I'm conveying that me- message via the medium of plants. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, a little bit of rewilding. Yeah. As you guys all settle down for the evening, Archie, uh, you are in your quarters, your chambers. Uh, Jeremy very carefully helps you out of your armour uh, and then uh, says if there's anything else you need, my lord, um, or would you care to go straight to bed? And I say, oh, come on, Jeremy, don't be such a, don't be such a snooty pooty. Let's have a, let's have a snifter, shall we? Oh, well, if you're sure. Yes, come on! It's a Friday night? Question mark. It's been a honestly, it's been a long day. I've got to, I've got to unburden my woes to someone, and who better than than my best friend? Of course, in that case, yes, whatever you like. Well, you're gonna to have to get the port. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls it out from behind his back and says, "Yeah, so we go." Might be interested. Yes. Uh, yeah, you guys can chat, sit up and chat for a while and chat over the port. Uh, do you tell him what happened? Oh, God, I did say I wouldn't, didn't I? Mm. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, that's such a good question. I think, because on the one hand, Sir Archie is incredibly bound by duty. On the other hand, I suspect he tells Jeremy everything. Mm. And he's a little bit drunk right now. And he is a little bit drunk. Oh, oh God, it's going to get me in so much trouble. Take the hint. Vicky is saying... No, do <laughs> whatever you think. No, no, we're feeling it out. We're feeling it out together. I think weighing up what my character would do, I think because he's drunk and he really likes Jeremy and they're best friends, I reckon, yeah, I reckon he, I reckon he's like, no, Jeremy. Mm? No. Uh-huh. 
look, I know I say this a lot, but you really can't, you really can't tell anyone this. Promise. As in, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to give me a pinky swear. This is a pretty big promise. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be getting out the pinkies unless it was the big time, my man. All right, take me with you to the big time, Sir Archie. All right, and he pinky extends swear. his pinky. They pinky swear. Okay, pinky swear. All right, so I feel much more relaxed now. Like, mm-hmm. Right, so we were at the party early, you know, Lord Paget, yeah, big, yeah. the big, the magic teleportation thing. Yeah, you know, just hanging out, having some drinks. My weird friends were dressed up in a. Well, you saw the fruit dress. Yeah, don't know what, don't know what that was about. They seem nice, but I think I. Told, oh yeah. You know what? They're pretty great. Yeah. But fuck, they can't dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's why they're mates with you. You should help them with like fashion shit. I don't know. Ah, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're there, you know. And then, oh god, I didn't even tell you this. Oh no, I mean, this is bad. This is really bad. Yeah. I mean, lots of stuff is bad actually, but this yeah. is. So, uh, I mean, maybe you know, Mummy had this planned already, but um, me and. Uh, Lady Juliana, uh, me and Lady Juliana, uh, we are to be betrothed. So that's, I say bad, it's obviously great, great news for the house, great news for House Morgan, great news for House Frithra. You know, I just wanted to tell someone. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yes, thank you. It's wonderful, wonderful news, really. She nice? You know, I, I don't even know. Oh. Well, she's lucky to have you. Yes. Um, maybe, maybe over time we will, you know, have have the kind of thing we've got going on, you know? Yeah. Best friends. Uh, yeah, maybe. You, you never know. Yeah, yes. It's, um, it's getting a bit late. Uh, I don't yes. want to keep you up if you've got to talk to important people in the morning. No, I suppose. Um, yes. Well, uh, well, you, you, you take care of yourself, and uh, I will see you tomorrow. Of course, I'll see you tomorrow, Archie. Good night, Jeremy. Good night. And he steps out of your room. <sighs> and I think uh, so Archie gets his little nightcap on. His little wee willy winky nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> and he's blows he crawls into bed and we see it we see a shot of him staring at the wall and then he rolls over and blows out the candle. Oh, I love it. Wonderful. Does Jeremy walk past the room where I'm sleep well, sleeping by any chance? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you okay. not in the are you not in where the fuel table is by the I fireplace? Am, yes, yeah. so I'm in the drinking room he's, he's on the fire. To start to uh um, like do his daily routine of blowing out the candles and stuff and then Says, oh, sorry to disrupt you, madam. May I ha- may I have DM? May I have a potato on my dress? <laughs> I just feel like if I had papaya, I should be allowed potato. Not a fruit. The seriousness no. with which Vicky is considering <laughs> Sasha. We we've been going on a very kind of you know uh, straight down the road fruit <laughs> premise so far, and now you're going to throw in. This does vegetables. feel like you're taking the piss, Sasha. I just <laughs> feel like of all the other Could things I yam? have on me. A yam or a sweet potato? A sweet potato, maybe. Roll, roll. Do you know yam. what a fruit is? Roll a d20. <laughs> it's something sweet. Just because it has roll the word sweet in it. Okay, I rolled roll a 19. I rolled a 19. May I have a potato? <laughs> you may have one potato. 
But it's no, like a rank potato. No, it's, it's like a good potato. It's a it has potato. to be the centerpiece of the dress. This- I I have learned from my cookbook that you can, and I know this, do a baked potato in a fireplace, and I know it because I did it. Um, so I've made I've made a little baked potato, and I see that he is sad. And I believe the baked potato is is the most comforting, even more comforting than shoulder papaya. Whoa. So I'm like, <laughs> Jezza. Oh, Jezza, right? That's really good. Jezza. Oh, if you'd, if you'd wanted something, I could have cooked you something, madam. It's for you. Oh. It is the most comforting of all the fruit I have. Oh. He seems... Genuinely relieved you didn't cook any of the other things on your dress. <laughs> and, uh, Look, I'm sorry, but who says no to a lovely he potato? Genuinely touched, he says, "Thank you." Uh, sorry, I guess it's just been a bit of a weird night. Um, yeah, you heard about the engagement, huh? Yeah, and uh, a, a lot of I don't know. I was awkward in front of. One of your mates has said weird stuff about skin. I just... Oh, that's okay. That's all right. You look great. Thank you. Thanks. I'm, I'm very lucky in, in some respects. Um, yeah. Do you want to split this? Yeah, sure. That would be... Yeah. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get a, a cutting board. Um, and... what, what is Sally's motivation here? Are you hitting, <laughs> I'm trying are you to comfort a poor man who's I about to you lose were on... his... No, I'm like poor man. I'm like back off. I am comforting him with medium of potato. I <laughs> want to talk to him, him about what? Lady Juliana. How does he, because how, Archie's do you know? just got do you engaged. You know about Archie's love for Jeremy? Or? I would imagine that I could, out of the corner of my eye, see them like winking at each other and like being like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Oh, but he just got engaged to a lady. He's clearly in no way interested in." Go ahead and roll insight to see whether you would notice. I also think to to say to back up what you're saying, Sasha. I've been pretty drunk tonight and probably a little yeah. bit more forward than I would have been. Mm. You know, like a lot of stuff's happened. We had a great game of Puel. I think I was probably like a little bit cheekier with Jeremy than yeah. Than manners it's not that gay butlers do it for Sally. It's just that she feels bad <laughs> that his Archie's just got engaged and this man's clearly going to be very sad. That's, that's a um, it's not that gay butlers do it for Sally. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah. Definitely not that. <laughs> uh, what did you roll? They on do your it for Sasha. Check, they don't do it. it for Sally. Um, I rolled. I'm trying to find my insight. I rolled. Ooh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, you would be able to sense this uh, really close bond between them. Definitely. Um, and you would be able to sense that Jeremy's tr- doing his best to put on a brave face. Um, you sense no flirtatious energy whatsoever. He just seems happy to have some company. Um, and he comes back a few minutes later uh, with the baked potato very neatly divided onto two warmed plates um, with a little <laughs> side salad um, and uh, <sighs> uh, a, like a, a, a nice drink for the two of you um, of like warm cocoa or something. Um, and Aww. then he says, uh, I presumed we could use the cherry tomatoes from your shoulder piece. Oh, of course. I pluck the tomatoes from among the bananas and the papaya that are also on my shoulders by the way, from previous adventure. And I make a little smiley face out of the cherry tomatoes on his plate. And artists, pay attention where all this fruit is. Uh, what would you like to ask Jeremy, if anything? Um, I'd, I'd just like to tell him a little bit about Lady Juliana, I think. Sure. I think I'd, I'd probably just say, you know, she's... She's not that psyched about this either, mate. Oh? Well, 
it's convenience, isn't it? And it's diplomacy. I don't think there's anything that would, you know, threaten the clearly deep friendship you have with Sir Archie. Yeah. Well, even if there was, it's not like anyone could do anything about it. It would be disloyal, dishonest, diseverything to let personal doubts get in the way of what is clearly a, an important match. I mean, this could be his future. Eventually, he's going to have to marry. That's what all nobles have to do. Marry, have kids, have a family, worship the goddess, be noble. Yeah, but just because he's married doesn't mean he doesn't, you know, he won't... He'll still be around. I guess. You guys can do all the same stuff. I guess. Maybe more stuff. You could do more stuff. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> pretty, pretty rare for somebody to keep the same retainer for their whole lives. Anyway, you're being far too kind about this, and I, I haven't even asked anything about you. <laughs> um, are you noble as well? You don't look like you're from around here. I pointedly look at what I'm wearing and go, <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if it was a statement, like Lady Gaga's meat dress. <laughs> Lady Gaga's meat dress. Is she Gagar. one of the six noble families? Yeah. <laughs> Gagar. 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 Is that canon? Is that canon? It's not House Gagar, but there is typically okay, Lady, Lady Gaga Paget, who is Paget, Lady Gaga Paget. Okay. Oh, very she good. Was. Lady Gaga um, She the the neat like the niece of one of the Pagets. Uh, yes, absolutely. She's she's linked okay. in with the Paget. He was like, ah, oh, so you're you're just um, just like us, one of the ordinary folk. Well, I think some of us are more ordinary than others. You're doing all right, Jeremy. This is good. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I've always said it. I'm very lucky to be yeah. here. You know, my um, my my mum used to work in the kitchens, and um, she and and Lady Morgan were were really close. She kind of got got close with her, and then uh, when my mum got sick and we lost her, Lady Morgan was very kind and let me stay. So I owe everything to this house. It's like we're family, except in a weird way because obviously I'm just one small guy. You're an important guy. He talks about you, you know. Does he? Yeah. Oh well, I don't. I don't know. He talks about a lot of things. It's Archie. <laughs> Sorry, Lord Morgan. He he talks about you. What does he say? Anything good or just like here's here's my retainer? <laughs> All good. All good things. Thank you. I should uh, let you get some sleep. All right. Uh, so it was Sally, right? Sally. Nice to meet you, Sally. Thank you. And thank you for the potato. <laughs> he sort of clears away your, your dishes um, and uh, blows out the candles and lets you get some sleep. Uh, Katayab and Graffin, I'm presuming that you two curl up to snooze in the garden at some point under the beautiful uh, kind of cerulean orb. Uh, I'm, I'm, pi I'm picturing... Um, I'm picturing... Um... Mowgli and uh, what's the panther called? Baloo. No. Bagheera. Bagheera. I'm picturing Bagheera and Mowgli, like one of us on a branch of a tree, and the other one like lying on the on the branch, like further, <laughs> further down. Ah, oh, the two of you just uh, chilling in the tree. <laughs> I like yeah, that. That works. That's really that works. lovely. That works. Uh, so as the four of you drift off, sleep comes fitfully to you. The gap in the vines preys on your minds, even though you haven't thought about it for a while. How did a man with Lord Paget's amount of money, power and influence end up stabbed in the very heart of his own academy? 
what was that creature? Where did it come from? And is there any link between them? Morning comes, as it always does in the City of Summers, bright and brilliant. You all wake up. Uh, everybody make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. That's a 16. Okay. You are, you're feeling all right, uh, Sarachi. Despite the considerable quantity yeah, of port. I'm you're by. feeling fine. You're, do, a, you're a young, spry lad. You've got good mentality. Do, do, we, do we get hit points back after a long while? Uh, yes, you also do get all your hit points back after this. I want to say this is unlike me in real life, where uh, this last I was so drunk. It was supposed to be my wedding day, but unfortunately we couldn't get married. But um, I was so drunk. I had a hangover before I went to bed, which has never happened before. Wow. It was <laughs> astonishing. Oh. Don't wow. don't drink all day. Well, actually, kids, you can because you'll be all right. Old people like me don't drink all day. By by and by, kids and by kids, we mean over eighteen. Yes. Yeah, yes. No. <laughs> legally to drink, kids. <laughs> I mean, all young people, all people under thirty are kids. Unless to you're in a pub and you're sixteen with a responsible guardian, <laughs> and you have a meal, in which case you're allowed half a pint. Just like Micah Smith. <laughs> Correct. <Yes>. Correct. <laughs> it sounds like a normal wedding day to me. It's true. It's been a good lesson for my real wedding day that I won't be so blind drunk that I pass out mm-hmm. <laughs> seven in the You've evening. You've had a rehearsal. That's essentially a dress rehearsal. Yeah. Not everyone gets that. That's nice. Also, they did, uh, John and Viv did such a gorgeous, lovely, like, musical stream where they oh, sang a bunch of beautiful songs. It was so, so lovely. It was really lovely. And Follow nice. John Gracie on Twitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Thanks, guys. Follow John Gracie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as you guys wake up, what did you all roll on your constitution uh, saving throws? Vicky, are we rolling for a hangover right now? Maybe. Five. 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 Grathwin, you are hungover. You, at some point, have kind of shifted onto the most Uh. uncomfortable position in the tree. You wake up, your head is spinning, and you can barely turn over before you feel the nausea um, heading up for you. Uh, It's not, you're not feeling great. You're a bit bleary. I think there's a, probably a few like groundskeepers who are starting their, their morning rounds being like, why are these people in a tree? Yeah. <laughs> um, you see, you look down below and there are one or two gardeners, uh, groundskeepers, you're absolutely right, um, kind of saying, should we, yeah, just let them, <laughs> just let just let them, should we, hello up they're, there, they're, are you all right? They're guests of La Serachi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not, they're not wanting to poke you out of trees because... You gather noble parties, get up to some weird shit, um, mm. but they want to make this sure... This is okay. Tay. Kataya only rolled an eight as well. Oh, okay. Kataya, you are slightly less hungover than Gwatherin, but probably proportionately, given that you are uh, taller, but you're still fairly slender. Um, proportionately per body gram, you are probably e- equally hungover. Like I, I don't do important clarification by, there. Yeah, I don't do things by halves. You know, I wanted to. I wanted yeah. to try port, so I tried fucking port. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Go hard or go home. Literally, uh, Sally. What did you roll, my friend? Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, you wake up. Um, you feel a little bit stiff and a little bit uncomfortable. You're you're a little bit groggy, but you think with a, a good breakfast you'll be fine. That pre-bed potato. That's the trick. Yeah, that's yeah. the trick. Absorbs you need to have two Smart. pints of water and a potato. I really Smart. thought you were going to say. And you're uh, fine. I really thought you were going to say you wake up with Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> you wake up gently spooning Jeremy <laughs> and stroking his hair, going, "Shh, he'll come back to you." <laughs> Jeremy is up and about at the crack of dawn, and you guys can see 
Uh, yeah, he seems to have absolutely no negatory effects from the uh, no uh, ill effects from the port at all. He seems to be cheery uh, as he helps you into your armor, Sirachi, um, and uh, lets you all know that there is breakfast being served. Morning, Jeremy. How are we today? Very well, thank you, sir. And yourself? Well, feeling fit as a fiddle, which uh, is baffling given the amount I drank last night. But um, you know, well, it's the luck of the Morgans, I suppose. Yes. You've always been lucky. Yes, sure have. <laughs> um, anyway, what's uh, what's on the menu this morning? Well, this man? morning is a fry-up, considering everybody's probably a bit hungover. Oh, music to my ears. Fantastic. Mm. Oh, a little bit, of bake, little bit of bacon, a couple of eggies. Absolutely. Who am yes. I, if not the kind of person that would give you bacon and eggs? Exactly the kind of person you are. A legend, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Thank you, my lord. Uh, and he steps out and uh, gathers you all up. Kataev and Grathwin, you hear a polite clearing of a throat at the bottom of the tree. And Jeremy is waving up at you saying, uh, if you'd like to come in through to the dining room. I like, I tr- try to like flip out of the tree. Um, Make an acrobatic over, check I, with I, disadvantage. I, like, <laughs> I was going to fail it. My description was going to fail no, it anyway. Because I think it would be so funny anyway. if you kill it. So funny if you're like, nail it um, and then you vomit. <laughs> Uh, that's a uh, two. A two. <laughs> <laughs> you take one point of damage as you Ooh. just sort oh, of fall shit. down the tree. <laughs> and you hit all Hitting the branches. Every branch. yeah, yeah, absolutely. You take a few of them with you and yeah, you I'm feel like, like shit. Uh, good morning. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck shit. Bollocks. <laughs> it goes on a bit uh. longer. It's a very tall tree. <laughs> Oh God! God! Shit! Oh, I could really do with a fry-up. Jeremy said, "If you'd like to follow me into the dining room, I'll be serving a fry-up shortly." Uh, And yourself, Gardner? I'm going to dismount. Dismount? Sure. That's how you get out of a tree. I'm going to just climb down the tree sensibly without taking damage, please. Very nice. Just uh, just go for a, a little athletics check. Actually, could I could I could I flip out the tree in a cool way? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Roll with disadvantage. I'm much better at that. Cool. Roll okay. with disadvantage. Yeah. Why? Because okay. <laughs> he's hung over and he's trying to do a backflip out of a tree. What? Okay, so when you roll a one on disadvantage, but I'm a halfling who's lucky, do I re-roll the one? That's you re-roll nice. just that one, yes. That's good. And I take the disadvantage. Would have loved a one. Would have been so delicious. <laughs> so funny. Just uh, quad. <laughs> I got, I got both both of them were 11 in the end I mean, plus three, four, 14 total 14 yes. okay so it's a little bit shaky but you managed to land perfectly you've this is probably not the first time that you have uh had to be like flipped out of a tree in the morning yeah i mean i live i literally live in a tree and i drink oh, okay and i yeah. drink so i'm used to this. you're pretty used, used to this, to this. Uh, you you see kataya basically land face first next to you <laughs> poor lad um, <laughs> i'm, I'm going to help him <laughs> If I can. Lovely. Oh, Jeremy leads dude. you all through into the dining room. It's all right, mate. We'll get we'll get we'll get some food. I fucking we'll love you, Gwethryn. I love you, man. Oh. All right, mate. We'll, we'll take care of that with the food as well. It's all right. Uh, he pops his head into the drinking room next to the pool table, uh, which he's neatly <laughs> packed away, um, and uh, he knocks on the door. Wait, you pack away a pool <laughs> table? There are ways. Come on. Uh, yeah. Just more, more details for our artists. Now it's got to be folding. Now it's got to be tossing. The last 15 minutes discussing how you put the pool table. I do, I, do, I do think the pool table is a permanent fixture. Uh, no, he's just like put a cover over it. 
he's just packed it away. And put the sure balls away. The, okay. Yeah. Pad, paddles put up on paddles the, in yeah, there. Yeah. I was absolutely. gonna say because if he spent the night draining the pool table, I feel like I would have stayed up to help him. Yeah. <laughs> and you, uh, if you didn't, you politely. would have probably weed in the night at mm. the sound of all the yeah, music. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> music, I weed in the, the night water. anyway, but no, I don't. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's just don't a board. Do don't do it that. It doubles as a normal table. You put a board over it. Yeah, exactly. You can just use it. So he knocks very politely and waits because and then disrupt you. And when the board on the table you can play Buell which is a completely different <laughs> game which I will now describe in great detail so all four of you make it to uh, this fry up breakfast all of you are served deliciously a couple of you are obviously a little bit weakened by the uh, night exploits what would you like to do Good morning, friends. Welcome to breakfast. Jeremy, thank you for this wonderful uh, repas. I uh, hope we're all feeling well, ready for a fine day, starting with a fine breakfast. That's what I say. Yes, yes. Just stop talking so loud, please. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Has someone had a little bit too much to drink? Just, oh, uh, my just friends. Okay, yeah, Jeremy, pour. let's fetch them some orange juice, I think. Something for what ails you. Of course. About that? He's already brought the orange juice over. Good man. Can good I have man. a black coffee? Yes, of course. Is there any table beer? Uh, is there beer. any what, sorry? Small beer, table beer, like <laughs> like very low volume alcohol. Uh, yes, of course table. there is, absolutely. Nice. He absolutely. brings over some table beer. It's a real thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love the coffee. It's nice. I love the coffee too, thank you. Very nice. Yes, uh, coffee for me as well, please, Jeremy. There's lots of options for creams and syrups and all sorts to put in coffee. Port is pretty fucking great, bros. Uh, now that, I love that. that I think we can all agree with. What do you no say? No wonder Willie was reaching for it. No, I, I have no. That's no longer a mystery to me. He, oh, he, that's a bit of that's a bit of a bummer. Remembering about that <laughs> that stabbed guy. Yeah, guys, I was having guys. a great time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we we've got to talk to uh, you know, that sungazer today, don't we? Uh, yeah, Lucia. That's true. I was hoping to have a nice breakfast with my friends first, but. I suppose duty does call, as it so often does. Well, what life. do you think is going to happen, guys? Are, are we going to be together or separated? or What, what should we say? But uh, just, just be on it. Just be honest. Yeah. So we, we just s- tell the truth. Yeah. We saw what we saw. Yeah. You know, strange guy fell through the sea. Wait, is Jeremy still here? Uh, yes. Right, I mean, we should probably not talk No, about no, it. what I mean, Archie, do you want me to tell them about the boots, man? What, what should, oh, I mean, I'd rather you didn't, but you have to tell the truth in these matters. So. Like you, you, you came in looking like that, all right? You, you came in looking yes, like that. It was a right. choice. It was a deliberate choice. It, it was, was intentional. A, exactly. It was a statement and it, it worked. Yes, it I agree. A... As you guys are chatting, uh, <laughs> you hear a uh, heavy knocking on the front door and Jeremy excuses himself. Um, you can hear, uh, as he sort of uh, walks out into the main entrance hall and opens the door, uh, you can hear an urgent uh, urgent voice speaking with him. Uh, Katayab, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Oh, for fuck's sake! 20? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, two. so 20. So two. I said two. You don't recognise this voice. Um, but you do recognise as he is uh, led down the uh, well. Uh, you hear hurried footsteps approaching the dining hall, uh, and you can hear behind them Jeremy's footsteps and his polite voice saying, "Sir, I really think you should, sir, sir, please." Uh, and a young man strolls into view. 
He is in the overalls of a landscaper at the Clara Scholastica, and Katayev, you recognise him as the man you spoke to shortly before everything went absolutely wild last night. This man looks out of breath and exhausted, and as he uh, bursts into the breakfast room, he grips the door jam for support as he says, My apologies, I, my, my supervisor, uh, Mrs. Anicula, she says, she says you need to come quick. Okay, yes, but what's 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 the problem? What's going on? I, I don't know, you just need to come. Okay. Everyone grab some grab some bacon, grab some coffee. We we we've gotta go. Let's ride to the car carriage. Wait, this is one of the <laughs> This is one of the two uh landscapers I spoke to outside. This is mm-hmm. this is Luigi. The the younger one, yeah. The younger like uh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the younger lad. What what what's going on? What, what's happening, man? I don't know. I don't know. You just need to come along right now. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, we gotta go. Everyone, can... grab food. Grab, grab croissants. Grab, grab your dips. We gotta, we gotta roll. Jeremy, could you just wrap yeah. us up a little bindle of some of this? We've got a dash. He hands it to you already wrapped. Oh, you're the man, Jeremy. You are the man. And he goes to give him a hug. And he's like, oh, what are we doing? Come on, go, go on, go. Jeremy lingers for a moment and then turns his attention to appropriately tidying the breakfast table for whenever your noble parents decide to come downstairs. Uh, This young man uh, says, right, come on then, um, and legs it out of your house. Okay, we follow. follow. And uh, maybe is there a way to, uh, like, get the servants to ready a carriage? Uh, I assume there's one on hand, is there? Yeah, the carriage is always prepared, so you can try and get him into the carriage if you'd like. I think so. I mean, that's going to be quicker than... Horses? Horses are quicker than the carriage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. What's that? Battle riders there. Oh, hell yeah. Jump on. Jump on. Battle battle stallion. Battle stallion. Um, uh, Right. right. Yep. Everyone, saddle up. Plenty of horses for you. Take your pick. They're all top of the line. Um, What's this person's name? What's your name, sir? Uh, Bran. Bran? Yeah. Okay, Bran, uh, grab a horse. Bran, why did you come here? I I was sent here. Um, Mrs. Nicola said I should come here. She said okay, she needs we'll, your help. We'll get all our Nic- questions answered at the Clara Scholastica. Us. He's made it very clear this guy knows absolutely nothing. Let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uh, clambers up onto a horse and very clumsily um, tries desperately to cling on. Um, as he leads you uh, out of the okay. Morgan Estate Gardens, uh, okay. I'm I'm going to ride with um, Kataya because I can't ride a normal horse. Yeah, can I <laughs> imagine? Can I, can I call my horse, please? Uh, yes, you can. What call you just your whistle horse. for your for Yeah, I'm going to straight up whistle. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Go ahead and make an animal handling check to see if your be- beloved horse turns up. This is Red Dead Redemption. Oh, mate, you've you've really got to be kidding me. How do you it's, do? It's one, your horse is It's there. a six. I stand <laughs> there, I put my... You go, I whistle really loud, and I roll a six. What happens, yeah. Vicky? Another horse comes over and starts nibbling on your... <laughs> I guess you're so, you're so hungover that the whistle, the vibrations of the whistle means you shit yourself. <laughs> no. uh, you guys all grab Can horses I... and you hurry out. Uh, Bran leads you shakily towards the Clara Scholastica. What, what did you say, Sasha? I was going to see if I could call my horse. I had a special call for my horse. Okay. I was excited about see it. See if you can call your horse. Animal handling check. Go ahead. Okay. Can I roll with advantage? Because this is the call for my horse. Ah! Can Whoa! I do that? Yes. 
Yes, you can. Okay, fantastic. That is sick. Wow. It's the first time I get to roll with advantage. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, I can roll with advantage. Okay, and I got um, I got an 18. An 18? Can I have cherry pie back? Can yes, I? Yes, you can. Can I, mummy? Thank you. You hear round the corner as you clamber onto this beautiful but subpar horse. You hear a distant... Subpar? In the background wow. as Cherry Horse gallops up the drive to the estate. Did I call him Cherry Horse? Look, I know you, you hate our horses, Mickey. horses weird names no, Battle cherry, rider, Cherry Horse. Cherry Pie, right? Yeah. What's yes. going as, on? <laughs> uh, cherry Pie gallops up the driveway towards the Morgan estate um, and stands there ready. Uh, in her beautiful teeth, she's got an entire uh, bag full of tack, so you can very easily uh, fling on the saddle and rug and bridle and uh, you can tack up in a matter of moments and you all ride out of the estate. Bran leads you uh, somewhat shakily towards the Clara Scholastica. Um, you all have to dismount at the uh, gate, but you can lead your horses with you. Um, he dismounts a little bit, shakily stumbles a bit, and then sprints as he leads you through the colonnades and walled gardens, dodging academics as you go. Mrs. Letty Anicola, uh, the ancient halfling lady that uh, you met at the night of the ball, Katayab, is standing outside a wooden shed in a quiet back courtyard, ancient arms crossed. She turns and there's an audible creak, and she says, Thank the goddess you're here. I didn't want to alert the staff or the guards. They're all so shaken up after yesterday. I'm sorry I didn't know who else to try and find. They said you'd gone home with Sir Morgan, Mr. Khan. Uh, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, what what has happened? I think there's someone in the shed. And I know you, you sir, you're a gardener. and I... Let's take a look. You can hear muttering from inside the shed. Okay, the thank, door is... thank you for... Thank you for calling us, Lady Hinnickley. You did the right thing. We will uh, take it from here. La Lady Nicola, what, what have She's you attempted? Mrs. Anicola. Um, and, uh, oh, sorry. She, no, it's totally fine. I just It means old lady in Latin, so we should get it right. Um, okay. <laughs> she says, it really does. Uh, she says, sure. um, uh, we've, we've tried talking. All I can hear is this muttering, and I don't know. I, sorry, she should be older. All I've heard is muttering, though I'm not good at hearing because I'm so old. <laughs> Uh, we've tried, but I'm so old I've forgotten my keys. Otherwise, I'd just open the shed, but I, I've forgotten them. I well, you should remember. go and lie down before you. you? Uh... Thank you. She lies down. Lies <laughs> down never to get so, up. Bless her heart. Letty is called a gardener, a knight, and two other people because she forgot the keys to her shed. She's heard, very sweet. She's heard muttering in the shed as well. But yes, she's a sweetheart. Can we, can her first name is any... short for Lettuce. Uh, can, oh, we can we decipher any language that the muttering is in? If we listen, uh, make an investigation check, Bratton. Investigation. Mmm. Ooh, a seven. Seven. Oh, I get to do my D12 though. D12 thing. No. <laughs> Just a seven. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's hard to tell. It doesn't sound like there's some kind of spell being cast, but beyond that, hard to tell. Does it sound like they're in any pain or suffering, or is it... Uh, it sounds like what, they're what? panicked. Panicked. Okay. I feel like we should open the door. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the door's locked? Uh, it's locked, yes. Okay, so I, I, I call out and say, don't, don't worry, I'm in and help, right? Help is here. 
Your friends are at hand. Uh, please stay away from the door as we forcefully open it. Yes. And, uh, I guess I'd roll. Should we all do a little roll together to like shoulder barge the door or something? Do you want to sure, do that? Sure, we can help, or help you out in some so way. So we just yeah. open it normally or? Uh... I, I assume it's locked, right? So we're going to have to kick it down. Or can I lockpick? Yeah, oh, you yeah. can lockpick it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I think I'll, I'll, I go to push it down and Grafton's I'll, like... I'll do, I'll do a lock, I'll do a lockpick. Let's lock let's pick. save the door, says Grafton. <laughs> I get plus two on my um, thieves tools. Yes. And, sli and sleight of hand. Uh, and your dexterity Ooh. modifier. Yeah, nice. So that's 22. 22, very, very good. Uh, it takes but notice no you're time awfully at good at unlocking doors, Grafton. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of sticky locks up at the temple. Hmm. Need a little jimmy now and then. Sure. You open the uh, lock silently and easily, and the shed door swings open. You open the door to the musty smell of cobwebs, damp wood, and rusting metal. The assorted shovels, rakes, and saws in here fit in, but something else does not. A young man in filthy overalls is standing in the middle of the shed, clutching a knife covered in dried blood in a white knuckled grass. I don't want the others to come here. The storm must keep them out. I don't want the others to come here. The storm must keep them out. Jatayab Khan, you have found Micah Smith. You've been listening to Vicky's World with Vicky Hawley, John Gracie, Sasha Ellen, Dan Simpson, and me, Talal Karkuti. Find all our socials in the podcast description and give us a follow and say hi, please. We don't pipe. The Vicky's World theme song is by, well, all of us. The rest of the music, though, is by Adam Yanotobazovsky. This podcast was mixed by Joe Rumming. Thanks to Acast for hosting it. Our gorgeous artwork is by B Watts and our badass logo is by Amber SDF. Find them on Instagram. You won't regret it. Follow Vicky's World RPG on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and most importantly, Twitch, where we stream live every Thursday at 7 p.m. That's London time. All social medias and links in the description. Thank you so, so much. And see you next week. So grab the balls and join the crew down in Vicky's world. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 